Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. I'm really excited about today's show. This is just kind of came out of nowhere for me. I have Jack from Jack in a Box here with us on the show. Jack, it's a pleasure having you on the show. It's Jack in the Box. Oh, yeah, Before Jack in the is. box, yeah. yeah. But you're out of the box right now. Coming yeah, on I am a bit like that. I wanted to come in the cash. I, I'm a huge fan of your, of your podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much, Jack. Yes. I uh, appreciate it. And I, uh, I, it's, it's a thrill to have you on the show. I've always admired it's a your, thrill your to restaurant. Be here. I, uh, I, I have a few suggestions for the restaurant. Have you considered uh, adding some tasty naan? To your menu, some tasty naan. And what, uh, naan what is, is that? It, well, it's sort of like bread, but it has its own name. It's called uh, uh, naan. Uh, oh yes, it's the uh, flat, the flat bread, the grilled. Yeah, Indian yeah. flatbread. Yeah, the Indian. You know, uh, we tried that for a while, but most of our our, our restaurant clientele in the the south. Uh, are very racist. Okay. And, uh, yeah. They, not to they be, took, not to be stereotypical. They took non to mean a sort of, uh, uh, it was a slur for, uh, the Vietnamese. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So they, sort of, not to be stereotypical, but the people in the South would not accept the non. Is that what you're saying? They, they, yeah. they took it as a racist slur. Yeah, and then, you know, a couple other suggestions. Immunity boosts, have you thought of that? Uh, well, actually, those are in every one of our English muffin Oh, okay, immunity inside. They come, immunity, yeah. We don't like to talk about it. Yeah, okay. But well. if you eat at least one of those a day, you will feel not sick. Yeah, not sick. That's what the immunity mm-hmm. thing is all about. You, yes. you. Uh, thanks for bringing us that. One more thing, I was curious about popsicles in the shape of different celebrities. Have you considered that? Uh, the the expense of that, like popsicle and the people? subjectivity of people, because so many. Whether we make a Justin Bieber popsicle and then alienate those who are looking for a, a Greg. I, I don't know many other artists besides Bieber, but you could yeah. imagine one. You know, this is sort of a weird question. I, I, I hope I don't offend you here, Jack. But yes. you're, you're, Jack, you're, you know, people can't see him at home, no, no. half listeners. But Jack's actually in his costume right I, now. I, I always uh, wear my head. And so we my can't Jack see in the box head. Yeah, uh, he, and it's sort of weird uh, sitting across is from it? you. But your voice, your voice sounds. No, weird. no, I get this a lot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I hope I'm not too rude to ask this, but are are you uh, indeed? Are you Katy Perry? <laughs> well, I get that a lot. I do. I know I sound like her, but I, the the mask is tighter. The, the jack of the box head is tight around the neck. Okay, well he's pulling it off, uh, 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 and it 
It, it pinches my tracheal. I, it, it pinches the tracheal wait, nerve. Wait, what the? Uh, TJ? What yeah. the? Who the? How the? What the? What? Cash, let me answer one of your questions before you ask a, a, a bevy of others. Who the? What? They used to call him Cash Levy, the bevy of questions. <laughs> TJ Miller, I didn't know you were at Jack in a Box. Look, I don't, I don't like to talk about it a lot, but we all need to make a little bit of extra money. I... You know, I know I'll never have fuck you money, but I want to have go away for a little while money. Okay, so you're doing it for the money? Well, it's all for the money. Cash, have you had the food over there? Cheryl goes and gets it at 2 a.m. when she's been drunk humping truckers <laughs> on the east side. <laughs> I, but outside of that, it's just about the that. worst food I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Name one. What, what, are they, what are the sandwiches even called? I like the chicken fajita pita. What? I mean, that I level to- of rhyming in any dish. <laughs> How'd you like to have the faux escargot row? I used to salmon think- row and escargot. <laughs> I used to think the chicken. Oh. I used to think the chicken fajita pita was was good luck. Like I thought it had hits in it. Like the more chicken fajita pitas I ate, the more hits I'd have in a baseball game. Well, the things I was saying when the mask was pinching my, my tracheal tube uh, were true. There is an immunity boost in some of the Jack in the Box uh, sandwiches. Yeah. And if you do find out which one of those are, and it might be a fajita pita. You know, I'm not privy to all the information in the corporation. I'm just the mascot. Okay. Well, listen, buddy. It's so you you, you know while you're here. I mean, you know, you're not Jack anymore. Uh, can you can you do the show with me as T.J. Miller? Would that be okay? You know, I prefer to do it as Jack in my normal voice. If you want me to put the mask back on, I understand that. A lot of children are more comfortable when I'm wearing the mask. Yeah. And I swear to God, if we get one maskers question about that specific incident, I'm just saying I was, I was walking, I was drunk on Toll Road 188 <laughs> right outside of Sacramento. And some toddler came up to me and was trying to say, oh, I can't find my parents. I took off the helmet to try and help the child. And he, he pissed, shit, and puked at the same time. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> well, you know what, TJ? Uh, I'd like to start off the show the way we usually do. Let's do it. But call me Jack. With Jack. a triple banger lightning round. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Try our cheesy question. biscuits. One, one, one. Worst sound. Nails on a chalkboard. Car alarm. Or... <laughs> Is that the one? Because I know one of these you were laughing really hard with your, your wife last night. Okay. okay. Wasn't it? But I do... I think it's... You know, I make that noise more than I'd like to. I know. No, you yeah. can. And I'd like you to. Could you do, since you've been doing that with that sound, would you mind doing it with the car alarm and also with the, the nails and the chalkboard? <laughs> I can't do those. I'll do the nails. Okay. Hold on. That's not a chalkboard. That's, a, yeah, that's that just soft work. felt. Yeah. That, was, that didn't it. work. Because we, uh, we do the show I think, on a poker, I think, we do I do this on a one poker a lot. table. I do this one a lot. We've always done it. There are actually men playing poker yeah. as we do it. It's you know it's a timeshare. We obviously we pay half, they pay half. They play their poker. Yeah. We do the podcast. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. Jerry's got uh, pocket aces, and he has. Ow! Okay, <laughs> I shouldn't have told. I'm going to step over to the dog playing poker table. I, <laughs> that one's much shorter. Uh, they don't talk about that. That the dogs playing poker. The the table had to be much shorter, right? Yeah. Or were the dogs bigger? I think the dogs were much bigger. Uh, well, you think the dogs were like human sized dogs? Those are huge dogs. Please. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I got to say, I do this noise more than I'd like to admit. 
I do that yeah, a that's lot. That's not a good one. And people don't like that, but I think it makes me me. <laughs> but I, yeah, I think. <laughs> that's the worst noise, and here's my thing. If that's the worst noise, shouldn't Neil that Hamburger be the noise? That shouldn't that be the noise of the car alarm? Yeah. If that's such a bad noise. Well, but then there'd have to be three or four of them because car alarms are always like boop, beep, 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 yeah. beep. So it'd have to be like. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good car alarm. That would make me more. <laughs> Marissa, get the bucket. Maybe that's the that's last the part of it. That's the full car alarm sound. Yeah, I like that. Because I don't think it should just be loud, the car alarm sound. I yeah. think it should be unpleasant to get you away from the car. Ooh, I, what about, yeah, because I'd love, you know, I'm big into lately. I've been making tiny hug noises, you know, just little noises whenever you hug somebody like, ooh. And I think those are those are pretty creepy. So what if it's like a creepy sound that they wouldn't you wouldn't want to steal a car while you're hearing? Or maybe it's something that draws attention. It's like the man breaking into this car dresses pretty weird, doesn't he? And he's got a fat neck. Look at that fat necked bastard. Triple. You want to give him a scarf for Christmas? You better stitch three together to get around once. His neck looked like a bee stung a horse's dick. Uh, okay, buddy. <laughs> Triple banger lightning round. Question, Question two. Two, two. How will history remember ZZ Top? Ugh. Great Texas rock trio or time-traveling wizards? Great Texas Trio. Yeah. Great Texas Rock Trio. Is there Rock three of them, is there yeah, three of them three in ZZ Top? Yeah. Who are the ones without the beards? I think there's two with the beard and one without. You know, and I think the one without, it's his own responsibility that he's not as well known as the ones with the beards. The beards were working. Why wouldn't you also have a beard? I bet in his mind, he's like, you know what? I want to be the one different one. And then he's just going to be forgotten like Lennon. You know, I don't have any ZZ, I don't have any ZZ Top. Uh, you know, I don't ha- I don't own any of their material, but they've become a little bit of a of a joke to some people because of those beards. And I think they took the gimmick too far. Because they actually are pretty. They, I think they're pretty good musicians. They are, and, when and you I think, think about the them, gimmick think about almost the beards, uh, yeah. became uh, a detriment. At well, a that's like point, me historically. You know? Yeah, like your Jack in the Box outfit. No, just my giant protruding horse jaw. You know. My face, my flat, strange. That's not a gimmick. Face. That's just uh, happens to be the way you. Look. Oh no 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 no! I I went to a plastic surgeon <laughs> to help me achieve this look. Yeah, I, I actually set a magazine on fire, and whatever it was, the cover was Ryan Reynolds, and I just he said, "Give me whatever's left." <laughs> I don't know, and I, I I all I'm saying is I think they've been fairly true to their sound. They don't have any like Sting moment where Sting Sting I think. Uh, I think Sting lost his mojo for me Sting uh, when is he just did it, when he did the song. One man, where right? the lo- where the Russians love their children. <laughs> I don't remember that's not a song that he did. I don't remember. Yeah, no, that. no. Yeah, no. There's a song where it, it sounds where like that, the in that moment where he goes, "The Russians love their children." Oh, you're not even saying words. Yeah, it's about the Russians. So do they and love they, their children? They, they, they don't think yeah, that that no, ever got that went that over the let, top. Let me tell you this. 
The Sting. The Rock's love. <laughs> sounds better than Sting's Maybe that second be, album. That should be a car alarm. Now, can I say this? Fields of Gold. Yeah. By Sting. Yeah. I loved that song. That's a solid when song. When I was in, yeah. you know, 12 through, I'd yeah. say 28. Yeah. Age 12 through 28. Okay, 12 through 28. And then just recently, I just find it to be the worst. It's such a bad song. You think so? I really do. It's so sentimental. It took me forever to understand. That's what that I'm saying. The Russian that's song. That's what you mean. That the Russian song doesn't exist, but that's what you're, no, the point you're trying exist. to make by making up a song, <laughs> which is that he sort of, it's like the police were a good time. Yeah. And Sting They're good, like, is telling band. you yeah. what's wrong with this time. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Now, I, I haven't sold that as a t-shirt. Yeah. And I don't intend to. But it's a long phrase. I want to put it on a scarf for that fat neck piece <laughs> of shit <laughs> we've been talking about earlier. No, I, I, look, that song does exist. Uh, you know, last time we had a dispute over a song, it was the uh, old Only the old readers can tell us. We'll ask the readers and say okay. what they say. Do the Russian right in. If you believe the song that Cash anyway, is you don't want right to go now. too over the top. Now, ZZ Top did have a uh, uh, a sort of a ballad, so they they, they went off the you reservation a little bit. But the, but I think they're pretty true to their sound. It's just that their gimmick uh, they was lost ZZ over the top. They, they lost control saying. of their gimmick. Yeah, you know. Well, um, I think so. Then wizards that have time traveled through space. Okay. Yeah. Don't you yeah. think? I think they're. I, I don't They'll be think, remembered for their beards, not for their music. I don't think there's almost any bands in two, three hundred years. You know that history is going to really, you know, spend much time on. Now, do you think that's true? Because I do see the, the, you know, the dawn of filmmaking happened within the last couple of generations, and we don't watch silent film as much anymore. Obviously, there have been some that have persevered from that era, but even the early that the stars of the twenties and thirties, I think. The generation after us is really the one that's done with it. I mean, it's well, really... And, I'm, and it's not because there's less talent. It's because there's so much content. That's so what I'm content. saying. And so I think in 200 years from now... I mean, back when, when, when Mozart or whatever... I don't think yeah, there it's was... It's pronounced Beethoven. We've talked about this. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, that there was less content, and so I think people could stand out more. Now, I will say, though, that now, because of the Internet... All of these people will exist in perpetuity, and just like things become retroactively cool, that's what mm-hmm. we say. That's what we say when we're saying that's retro. Right. We mean it's become retroactively right, 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 cool. Right. And I think that actually there will be sort of pockets of people like you know the nerds that are like, I like big band music or whatever. I like I like Nirvana. I like you know, big, big head Mozart, Todd and right, the monsters. Big, big head Todd, but I don't like the monsters. So sweet, I, I like the blowfish, but I'm not a fan of Hootie. Right, you know? right. But those people can go and sort of act. So I think it'll become retro, and it'll just be an interesting thing. I so think, you think in 200 years people will uh, remember the remember Marx Brothers? I hope so. I think that's what I'm talking about, really. Oh, uh, the Marx Brothers. Because I, I hope, okay. I wish that there would be one kind of comedy piece, something that's been created comedically. And for a lot of people, that's Monty Python, the Holy Grail. For a lot of that people, it's different things. But to me, W.C. Fields and the Marx Brothers sort of were the dawn of comedy in the television or film medium or radio. And I just, I hope that that exists on, because nobody, these Aristophanes plays that are these Greek comedies, nobody's, they're putting those on in colleges to be cool. We just went to, I think, the University of Denver, which is where I just was, 
you know, they, they were doing Lestrada or whatever the fuck by Aristophanes and nobody's really going to that and being like, this is awesome. And I think Shakespeare will sort of unfortunately disappear as well. Well, and Aristophanes, I mean, if you look at pictures of him, his beard was enormous. It was sort of it's ZZ all you can top remember, like, right. yeah. It was, it was ZZ so, over the top. Yeah, people saw him uh, back in the back in the day as just a, a wizard. Do you think that's a cash phrase? ZZ over the top? ZZ over the top? I don't know. Well, time will tell. I don't think you, know? you like it. I can feel that you don't want it to be one. Let the um, readers decide. Yeah, let's readers, let the readers write in. Let's let the readers watch and then decide. Readers watch to read and then decide. You know when but Don't listen. I have always said this though. Reading is just watching the book. That's, you're just watching the book. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, you know what? I think we should move on to Triple, triple Banger, banger lightning, lightning Round. Question three. Question three. three. Best new perfume name. <laughs> Best new perfume name. Blueberry Muffin Foot. <laughs> this is the one from last night, isn't it? Because <laughs> already, Blueberry Muffin Foot... If Jessica Simpson could add that into her line, I might not make fun of her so much. Best new perfume name. Blueberry Muffin Foot, Vanilla Bean Jockstrap, (laughs) Eucalyptus Farts, (laughs) Pumpkin... What if if they all were? I wish Pumpkin Spice Queef, Amber Romance Diarrhea... (laughs) I think my wife and I were just sort of slap happy last night because we were we came up with those in bed. I, I love that. So which ones are hers? Well, we we did them all. I mean, I came up with blueberry muffin foot. I really like that one. She came up with vanilla bean jockstrap. <laughs> my, I mean, I was going to close with eucalyptus farts. I thought that was very I, funny. I, I got to say, that's farts? really funny. Well, pumpkin spice queef. In my, she came up with that. She was like, "What is that sound that women queef. make?" It was. She didn't even know what a queef was. No, she she came up with the word queef, and then she came up with uh, amber romance. But I, I, I'm proud to say, I came up with diarrhea. I like amber romance diarrhea. That's my favorite one. But I, I will say this because I like eucalyptus, eucalyptus farts. farts to that's, me. That's a good one. How about how about eucalyptus? That's why I was What's another word for fart though? Because that really could be one. Toot eucalyptus toot eucalyptus toots. <laughs> <laughs> I like that because what if it were? Would that it should be? If we all farted and smelled like eucalyptus and that was good for, I mean, that would be so nice. But nothing's coming out of that bottom that doesn't smell bad. That's why amber romance diarrhea. It's like. If diarrhea could have an amber romance to it, I just I'd wear it all over my body. Yeah, but I I like uh, you know pumpkin spice queefs. In my experience, queefs don't have any real smell unless the vagina has a smell to it that you can you know in the other room that you shouldn't enter that room. I mean, I almost think blueberry muffin foot could be a perfume. It's, I think it could. It's so pleasant. But is it, are you saying, is the muffin an allusion to the, uh, well, let me put it this way. Ooh, <laughs> what's that? Is that? No. Oh, so it's just blueberry muffin yeah. foot. It's just a blueberry muffin foot. I mean, I really like that one. I, I, I've always wanted to do this. I've wanted to have a line of perfume. Well, that's really what the complete. question was originally. Like, what, what would you? I think blueberry on? muffin foot, and I, I think we should make it. My, you know, my whole mantra is sort of this, like, the, you know, the satire of cross branding. I've always thought it'd be great. I wanted to do a, a perfume called Wet Garbage. 
You know, I've, I've, I, so I think blueberry muffin foot should be part of that line. And okay. I want to start producing these fragrances and nice. really paying attention to them. Nice. Okay. You know what? Let's do an auxiliary. Okay. Triple banger, banger lightning round. Auxiliary round. Style. I, uh, <laughs> I forgot my, my socks and, and my underwear on this uh, trip. I was in uh, Montana. Right on the border of North Dakota, and I forgot. It was a two and a half day trip. I packed, forgot my socks and my underwear. Is this where were you? No, I'm. Well, we're going to lead into that, but that leads us into a triple banger. Yeah. Uh, what would you most want to forget to pack on a trip? Like if you were going to forget something, not most want to, but what could what, you? What could you most afford to forget? I think. Uh, well, I'm going to give you some options. Okay. Wallet, pants, shoes. Money, swizzle sticks. What's in the wallet if you have your money separate? Well, that's your ID. Okay. Well, you can't. I can't leave town without the ID. So you got to have that. Money. I think. I. I think. Yeah, because you have an ATM wherever you go. But yeah, those fucking swizzle sticks. I mean, if I leave town without a swizzle stick. I don't know what to do sometimes. I'll arrive. One time I arrived in Detroit and just broke down crying in the terminal. It was Terminal D. I'll never forget it. And I just couldn't stop crying because I realized I'd forgotten my swizzle sticks at home. God, Jesus. I think, yeah, I think I, think I could do... Would you, write, would you choose between pants and shoes? What would you choose? Do you have shorts? You have like some long Johns, uh, long Jonathans, sort of medium Johns, medium Johns. Well, medium they... Johns can count for shorts if the weather's yeah. right. Yeah, I I think you know I have forgotten. It's usually socks or underwear that I forget. Yeah, and I'd rather forget underwear. I'd rather forget socks than under. No, no, I'd rather forget underwear than socks because I think you can wear underwear one day, wash it, dry it, go right. commando the next day. Yeah, then wear it. But socks, it's like they just get stinkers. You know, you yeah. can't stink them down. Yeah. They just stink it's up. It's like a blueberry muffin foot. It gets seasy over the top yeah, sometimes. It does. It's like a eucalyptus toot. <laughs> right on the foot. Right on the foot. <laughs> eucalyptus. And for a very new scent, combine blueberry muffin foot with eucalyptus toots. For blueberry muffin toot. Eucalyptus foot. Yeah, I think you're on your way with this. Uh, this well, I think, campaign. and I want to know from the, 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 the readers. And readers, you know, we love hearing from you. We hear from a lot of the same readers. If you've never if you've never reached out, if you've never done a review on Cashing In on iTunes, today is the day to just help us and review it. Say if you like it. Say if you don't like it. If you don't like it, don't say anything. Yeah, don't say it. Tell a friend. You probably don't have many friends because you're so negative. <laughs> so just, you know, if you want to do a podcast. But we also want to hear from you on Twitter. Say hi. I love... I love seeing people on my Twitter. Cash loves seeing people on his Twitter. We check the Facebook. We love yeah. hearing from you. Tell us what you think. Should we invent a, a cashing in line of scents? Wet garbage, blueberry muffin foot, and I think eucalyptus toots. Yeah. Because you do, just need a little bit of the smell of wet garbage with eucalyptus. That's right. And do the Russians love their children too? We'll move Not it on a real to uh, where were you? Uh, as I said, I was in Montana. I was doing this... Uh, Show for this um, these oil uh, people. They were uh, pipeliners, and uh, I get out there. And first of all, I just want to say it was right sort of where Montana meets North Dakota. It was Sydney, Montana, and 
I gotta say, you know, people say it's unnatural, like for gay people to to be married. You know, they'll say they'll use that word unnatural. This is definitely going the right direction. No, I'm just saying they'll, they'll say it's unnatural. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't see what's unnatural about two people being in love and wanting to get married. What is unnatural is living in a place uh, where the temperature is zero or below. It, it's unnatural for human beings to live in those parts of the world. It doesn't make any sense. But we weren't Eskimos meant to live... Maybe Eskimos were unnatural. We 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 weren't meant to. I don't think you should live in a place where you walk outside. All the Eskimos listening right now because I can't believe that my friend, former friend, just because we can create shelter and and kind of change our surroundings doesn't mean we should. Yeah, but people people aren't meant to live in those freezing places. It was inhumane. But if you were born there, it was inhumane being there. Born there, and there there aren't. I did not have underwear or socks. I mean, now I know why you're so upset. But I gosh, was cold. Those people can't walk. Very if cold. you're born in that environment, you know, it wasn't until just a, a hundred years ago that we could leave where we were born. But no one should have ended up there in the first place. That first person that said, oh, here's a good place to, to, to they set They just should camp. have died. No, they should have gone back to the warmer climate. What if they were born there? What if they went from fish to dog to monkey, back to horse, and then to unnatural Eskimo? <laughs> What if they evolutionized there? You're saying that the Eskimo came from the horse? It's unnatural, yeah, but that's what happened. And you know that horse that they (laughs) came from? Came from a mule. Figure that out. (laughs) Sterile as me after a weekend in Colorado. (laughs) Maybe it is unnatural then. I was just in Denver. Okay. That's pretty cold. I love it there. You know, I think it's the most important city culturally and uh, topographically. And it's just, it's nice to be back with the family, but I'm always, you're always fighting to see friends and family wants to see you, you know, and, and, and so it wasn't, I, I had a friend who had a particularly difficult time just within the last six months. So difficult, in fact, and we're not, we're high school friends, so we don't talk all the time. You know, we talk every so often, but he just went through such a difficult time with his, his wife and it you know was not of their own accord it was just something totally external and it it was interesting to sort of sit and really have an hour conversation with him in the car you know of course it's right outside his place and you're saying they broke up or they're no 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 they just you know they it's it's personal so i don't want to talk about it too much but they they went through something that i hope will strengthen their relationship but you know was a pretty traumatic event for the two of them. And it, it's just, uh, it was, so it was nice to reconnect with old friends. Of course, you know, we're both drinking a beer outside of his place, smoking dope, because now it's, you know, legal in, Mar- in uh, sorry, Colorado. Colorado. I keep they, wanting to say marijuana. They're going to change the name to marijuana. Well, they, you know, they, that's, they've already started the process. Aurora really is a mispronunciation of the word marijuana. Yeah. Aurora, yeah. That Colorado. was originally someone that was stoned and was trying mm. to say marijuana. But all they could say was Aurora. And how many times have we been yeah. like that? Yeah, a you bunch know? of times. But it, it was good to sort of reconnect with him. And I, I always wonder, and I wonder if you wonder this, should we, we've talked about this, but should we try, is Facebook, rather than being this annoyance, everybody loves to say, oh, it's so annoying, I don't want to keep up with those friends. Should we see it as like finally the opportunity to kind of you know, re- not even reconnect, but stay connected with those people that were with us during the really, really early time of our life. I mean, you like your favorite friends are the ones you've had the longest. Is that right? Yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the case. I think that you just you collect more memories. 
And I think that the, the best friends are the ones that you you keep collecting memories of. And that's when friendships stop, when you stop doing things together and you're just talking about what happened before. But you love this idea of collecting... You keep resetting memories. But you love this idea of collecting memories, and I actually mentioned this to... Uh, my uh, houseboy, Cheryl, who I also have a sexual relationship with, uh, you know, he's a 14-year-old Puerto Rican hermaphrodite. Yeah. He, all he's got is female genitalia from the neck down, and then from the neck up, it is disgusting. <laughs> looks like looks like a kimono dragon shit on another pile of diarrhea. I mean, it's... I don't know where seen, this. I don't know where this comes you from. You ever sometimes. seen when you left? When you, <laughs> I don't know where. It, just, just listeners, just know I, I didn't know it was going to go there. But, left, I, but I like that it, uh, that it did. Have you ever left a tuna melt in in the refrigerator and unplugged the refrigerator and just left it there for four and a half months? And then when you got it, just smash that against the the toenail clippings that you've been keeping that entire time. That's what she looks like from the from the neck up. But I. I gotta say, ugh, sorry, and I keep hitting this tin dick of mine. It's so <laughs> frustrating. You know, the doctor says, oh, she won't know the difference, tin or flesh. Unbelievable. Uh, my point is, is that I don't always know if that's the case. I think sometimes you, you, you grow to a point where a relationship should turn into just having those memories, and you should be making memories with someone new who. Obviously, you don't want this to be your primary partner or anything like that, but you know you want to be in a re- you want to be collecting new memories with someone who's more on the same page as you are. I don't know, so I don't agree with that. But I did tell Cheryl. But you're you're making it sound like I think you should should force this stuff even when it's not uh, reasonable. Well, that's what I'm you do. If, no, I'm saying if you still enjoy someone's company, you go out of your way once a year to have a, have an adventure with them. Or to do something with them. You still have to enjoy their company, though. And you still have to be in a phase of your life that's uh, compatible with theirs where that works. I'm not saying you force it. I'm just mm. saying that that um, sometimes, I think often, I shouldn't even say sometimes, often, you're doing something with that person, even just for a day. Mm. And you remember all the things that made you fall for that person in the first place. Mm. And I will say, Cash, you have fallen in love with every friend that you've ever met. And then, so when you fall, and when Cash falls, well, I haven't met, he falls hard. I haven't met Cheryl yet. Well, you don't want to, because the second you look into it her sounds face. Sounds kind of hard to look at. You know how Medusa her. turns you into stone? Yeah. Uh, Cheryl turns you into sort of a gravy, an old turkey gravy. Yeah. Well, do you think, if Cheryl were to wear a perfume, do you think, which do you think it might be? Pumpkin, pumpkin spice queef. Okay. Yeah, I think mostly because, and and I haven't, you know, I've never been party to being in the same room with her when she queefed. But I was, I was downstairs in our our two story two bedroom uh, uh, townhouse. It's actually a four bathroom two bed. Uh, the it's four it's four stories. To, yeah. uh, the top two stories are just bathrooms. Yeah, and uh, I was upstairs. She was in her room, and I was in mine. Uh, and she queefed, and it, I, you know, I couldn't smell it. I don't know if it smelled bad or good. It just it shook the very foundation of the house, and the two top floors collapsed, almost killing Cheryl and barely injuring me, uh, because I sleep in a completely steel dome uh, that is only accessible by the fingerprint of a Yeti hand that I bought from a Filipino in Milan in 1920. Whoops. <laughs> this tin dick!
I swear to God. And you got to put WD-40 uh, on it. Other you're, you're squeaking during your sexies. Uh, that, that little diatribe there for me was, was worth driving over for. I, I thought that was a... Uh, well, <laughs> that was... I mean, and that's the Yeti, real. I the wish Yeti you were hand part. <laughs> I mean, you, you took it to a new level. And that's know, why I love talking to you. You will take something and keep going until you get to that part that's, uh, you know, the Yeti hand. I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't know where, you, where you came up with that. that well, it's it's hey, one of the most difficult fingerprints to get a hold it is, of. I'm saying it's hard. You can't. I thought you were going to use your tin penis as a way of uh, unlocking. Oh the yeah, I mean, that's obviously you have to insert that into the tin dick lock yeah. and turn it to the right, which is hard because I've got to fully move my entire body. Obviously, a tin dick, a tin dick, don't <laughs> twist. Yeah. That's As uh, Scott Joplin used to say. Yeah, you know that? That, that was also a, a Bruce Jenner uh, quote. He also uh, yeah, said Bruce that. Jenner I think he was. Believe in the, I think Scott Joplin was, was quoting. In the Olympics, yeah. Yeah, Bruce Jenner. Yeah, he wasn't just a, a, a great Olympic athlete, he was a wordsmith. Oh, he was. Yeah. Was, he used to say the word he has smith a whole, a all book the time. Of, he has a whole book of Tin Dick quotes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the Tin Dick anthology. T- t- tin Dick. Rusted. I think that was actually yeah. a play on the song by uh, the, the, <laughs> the uh, B-52s. B-52s, yeah. Listen, buddy, I wanted to tell you, because I'm never going to get this chance again since I'm on it. I, d- I just want to tell you real quick about the, the, the story uh, of, in Montana of the show, because it was pretty classic. Um, I get on stage... Before I get on stage, the boss of the entire company says, Hey, boss, have you boss. seen that show it's- by Kelsey Grammer? His show. His name is uh, is Luke, the the boss, and Luke uh, uh, says, "Hey, you know, let's let's try to keep it fairly clean. You know, there's kids in the crowd." And I said, "Well, you know, I don't work that dirty, but if you do want them to leave, uh, you know, that might be an option too. Um, but it's up to you, you know." So Luke goes up. He's like, "Yeah, well, we'll probably make them leave because I want you to be able to do whatever you do." Mm-hmm. I, okay. So Luke Luke goes up. He's like, "I'm going to make a little speech first. Luke goes up there. And immediately starts talking about one of his employees and how his employee likes to uh, have sex with a, a Big Mac no. and likes to fuck a Big Mac. And was that a and joke? And he was using F, the F word. Was he, was he trying to joke, though? He's trying to be funny? Yeah, he was trying to joke. Uh. And he was getting good laughs, by the way. Yeah, because he's talking about fucking a Big Mac. He's talking about fucking a Big Mac. Yeah, I mean, I, a, I'm, I'll starts, be laughing all afternoon. His next, his next piece, his next little uh, comedy styling, was about uh, banging his wife and having his kids walk in. Uh, and how uh, embarrassing that was! I, I hope they, they have were, a Big Mac. Yeah, that they were making, you know, that they were making the two-headed uh, uh, beast in front of, uh, and they were doing it uh, people That's style. He said the two-headed. He said they, they were doing a people style. He didn't say that. I added that. I like that though, not doggy style. So he did three really dirty stories. He dropped maybe thirty to fifty f bombs, and then at the end of his set, and it was just like something you see in a movie, or you know, it, he he goes. Okay, so we're going to bring up the comedian now. Kids, uh, this is going to be kind of adult, some of the themes. So if you'd like to, to go to the other room, there's going to be uh, you know, ping pong or whatever. Were and, there kids in there? Oh, there were kids the entire time. Who, the kids were in the show. What's the, the show The for? kids were there the entire time for this uh, group of uh, pipe, pipe, uh, pipe layers. Pipe layers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the kids were pipe, in the show. Pipe layers got kids. It's you from know, laying all that pipe. If, if you had known the kids were in there the whole time. They were but, in there the whole time. And, and so he's talking about fucking a Big yeah, Mac. It was unbelievable. And then banging his wife. And he yeah. used the phrase two-headed beast. Yeah, and he used the F-bomb maybe 30 times. And then he said it's a little dull. And, you, did, and then now, he did goes, he... we're going to bring the, the, the comedian on stage. And I just yelled out. I'm like, uh, Luke, I, go, I think, I think uh, they've heard everything. Uh, they might hear from me, That's I, great. you know, and that got a good laugh. So yeah. it was a good opening, actually. 
I go, I think the kids are fine. I think they've heard pretty much everything they're going to hear tonight. But how did it happen? Uh, and then did, I said, does he uh, know that he was cursing? Then I cursing? go, just keep doing your, uh, your fucking speech. And that got a good laugh, too. Well, I mean, he had, he, had, he had said the F word like 50 times. So, Golly, and did he not understand that? He was very drunk. Uh, and he must have been nervous, too. I don't think so. He was quite confident. Yeah. He asked if he, if I, if he could open for me in the future. No, he didn't. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of. He was. Joking. Did you say yes? He was joking. Yeah, he's actually going to be here in a second. Get, I, I want to tell you. He's if my you next give guest. me his number, I really will call him. Where is? Where was this? This is in, in Montana, Montana, Sydney, Montana. I'll never be up there, but I'll yeah. call him and I'll say, "Listen, if you can make the trip to Wisconsin, I want you to open for me, and I'll just have yeah. him open one night, yeah. and then right afterwards, my act will be talking." I'll be about honest. His. He actually did really well. Of course, these are an employee. His employees, they kind of have to laugh. You know. Oh yeah, they're all sitting there going, ah, "Boy, if we don't laugh, what happens?" You know. Hey, buddy, let's move it along to essential uh, questions. Okay. Um, I, I was like- watching um, ET with my son, and we both cried. Because uh, have you seen ET? You know what? I haven't. I've heard of people who've heard of it. Okay. Well, let me just tell you, just real quick. It's this. There's this alien and this kid, and you cry when they say goodbye because. Really, you know, the the kid's life has peaked right there. Like, there's going to be no better moment than when he was hanging with the alien. He's going to, like, lose his virginity at some point. People are like, hey, how was it getting laid for the first time? He's like, it kind of... It, it, was, it, it, it sucked. I mean, sort of I, I was friends with an alien. The alien. I was friends yeah. with an alien. I was flying with an alien over our town. He was in Autobiotic. my basket. Okay, <laughs> sex really didn't impress me. You know, he peaked at the age of nine. That's why it was so tragic. Well, this I is mean, the, I, I, yeah. I know how it feels. I peaked at twelve athletically. It does not a good feeling. I mean, and I Did went. You on, really pinpointed as twelve? It was. I, I actually cried uh, after I, I swam in the junior Olympics, and I didn't make the finals. And my dad was like, "Why are you crying?" I'm like, "Because that's really where things. I wasn't going to get close to doing that sort of thing again." I did play college baseball. I had a fairly good uh, career, but I really was amazing early because people hadn't grown yet. They weren't growing into their butt. That you know, tall people like yourself, tall gangly so people. So you, you peaked, I grew into my you body early when everybody else was still developing. They were developing. <laughs> They were growing breasts, you know, that kind of thing. Some of them had pubic hair on their forehead. Yeah, some of them were, you know, uh, awkward. I wasn't awkward. So I peaked very early. I thought I was going to go pro in every sport, in each sport of my choosing, until 12, and I think I had a pretty good case. And then everyone caught up. And uh, it was was devastating. And the only thing that could have made it worse if I was friends with an alien, and he was in my basket the whole time. I think, though, you you know, you're saying you peaked. if you could, would you prefer to be a uh, professional athlete? Would that have been a job that you would like more than comedian? Yes. Really? Yeah. I've, I've said, I've, I think on our first podcast, I said, I think the minute you can't be an, a professional athlete or a rock star, your life is just a series of compromises. I just I really think so. believe that you believe that. You can't tell me you wouldn't rather be a rock star. I would not. I, I, Why are you putting out these music albums? To make fun of how stupid <laughs> being a rock star is. You can't say you don't enjoy is. it. No. Come I on. I, I see you having fun. No, people have asked Despite for me to yourself, perform it live. Fun. No. No? They've asked me to perform it live, and I've said no. It's, it would be embarrassing. It's ridiculous. These people run around on stage screaming into a yeah, microphone. But, you can be, but wait a second. You can be a rock star and have fun. You can be a rock star with a, with a sense of humor about you. No. Who? Oh, there's been some rock Name stars. Name five bands that have a great sense of humor that about themselves. Ready? Go. 
Okay. Well, I I think the bare naked ladies were funny. Maybe they were funny. Maybe. Uh, Ooh, you're having trouble. They're well, coming I mean, straight really to mind. Yeah. You're yeah. putting me really on the spot here. I wish um, I had a spotlight. That's how much I know you're wrong. Okay. Uh, this is going to, I think, live, when he's riffing Absolutely with a crowd, not. when he's riffing with a no. crowd, I sometimes, I think Bruce Springsteen is capable of being funny. Bruce Springsteen is not looking people. at himself and being like, I'm having a lot he's of fun. Capable this of is it. ridiculous. Yeah, we're all capable of it. So is Hitler. He was a real cut-up. Okay, the Hitler card? I pulled it! I'll pull the Twitler card if I have to. No! <laughs> uh, I'd say Ween. Ween, okay. Ween oh, okay, good... how about Ben Folds 5? No. No? You don't think they're funny? Well, all right, I'll, I'll consider that. abortion that. song is hilarious. That's three. That's just three, though. <laughs> I do love that song. Um, now, I think he's got a good sense She's of humor. She's a uh, I'm slowly who else, is, who else is kind of funny? Uh, there's some other bands. I'm just See, that's, what I, that's my point. I don't like bands the same reason I don't like professional athletes, because they just take themselves too seriously. And I, I think it's interesting. The only thing I ever really wanted to be was a comedian. Maybe okay. a psychologist. Okay. But that's it. So I disagree with you. I don't think it's a series of compromises. I think I, that I think that is the position... In media that is glorified the most, celebrity. Oh, I don't know, man. It's really fun to be a good to be a good athlete. It's really fun. Is it to peak to have to quit in your mid thirties and always think? Well, that's talk just, about peaking early. You know who? You're right. You know that's who a good finishes point. That's all a good of point. their lives thinking? You know, once once a long time ago is better. Professional athletes, models, dancers, plumbers. Uh, you've made a good point there. That's that's your ribbon fact. cutters. I would, say, I would say that's a much better point than saying that they don't or can't have a sense of humor because that's nuts. There are a lot of athletes that have just as much fun. In fact, no, that's a you fine, said, it's you a perfectly said, good forum for for humor you uh, said, or music. Yeah, there are musicians that are funny. But what though. you said, you I didn't say there aren't musicians that are funny. You said you could it's be a, a musician forum. and have fun with it and make fun of it and that sort of thing. And they don't. They all take themselves well, too seriously. It's ridiculous. Not all of them. I mean. Except, you know, Sting. You could only name three. Well, you put me on the and spot. And one of them is a fake songwriter. The Russian children. The however, Russians love their children, too. No one would write a song that says, that's my point. I don't like musicians in general. You know because who had fun with it? Okay, here's another one. I, I, I was, Hugh Lewis always had fun with it. But the news didn't. The news were pretty serious. The news right. were bringing the hard-hitting facts. And the reality of that whole thing, which is that it it wasn't hip to it was be a square. Bit, it was a bit tongue in cheek. It wasn't hip. They to would be do square. some funny stuff during their concerts. It was a bit tongue in cheek. Well, if you're, you're going to do that, the then, I w- then I will say uh, big hit on the monsters, right? Yeah, or at least who who's saying uh, this is not my wife? Uh, uh, wake up in this house, the down and out Beverly Hills theme. Oh, uh, you wake uh, up. Talking heads. Yeah, they're talking funny. heads were funny. I, I think you're. I think you're almost arguing against yourself now. You can have both. It's a great forum to be funny if you want to. But well, then I'll step back and say... When do you think you I, peak? Do you still I, think your peak is yet to come because you're a comedian? That's your, your point, I, I would guess. Yeah, I think so. Okay. But when does a comedian peak? Well, then? but I, I've already peaked as an actor. You know? You think so? I don't even really consider myself an Bear? actor Yogi over Bear? a comedian. Yeah, I think that as a comedian... My work in the acting medium will never be better than in Yogi Bear 3D. That was the, yeah, the 3D version. Because I'll never have a more challenging obstacle that was such a real large part in the film 
and still be able to do what I did with it, which was create a performance that was both inspiring. Uh, I think in some ways it was horrifying. You know, it horrified children. The idea I was I was sort of presenting the idea that a man can compromise his own morals to get ahead, and that's the way the world is. Uh-huh. So yeah, I think I have peaked in that respect. I I, I think I'm going to well, peak with that as role. A you were able to uh, sort of uncover some of the things people just don't feel comfortable talking about. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people say, well, you know, it's, it's, it is tacky or it is, uh, it is gauche to talk about, you know, whether or not people should wear a hat and shorts all the time. And I think, you know, that you can't not ask yourself that question and hopefully ask your fellow viewer as it's happening. I, I mean, I don't want to go on and on, but I, I really, you know, I could do an entire Yogi Bear 3D uh, podcast where we watch it and I talk about it. And then afterwards, we spend a couple hours really talking about it. Maybe that could be a bonus episode like to do we that. offer for $49. Yeah, I think, I think people should have to pay for that one. In fact, oh, you know what? Yeah. I would pay. I would pay to uh, to host that one. Really? Yeah, I'll pay you to do that. <laughs> yeah, because I. Yeah. This is good. I need this money. This is why I've been doing but, this. But the original the essential thing. question was: uh, Are you human if you don't cry during ET? Seriously. Yeah, I think there are lots of people that don't really cry during really? films. Yeah, my father is during ET. Yeah, I don't think cry you cry. Did you cry during American Beauty? Uh, I don't remember. Well, then you're a lily-footed pussy face. <laughs> I prefer to be called a uh, blueberry muffin foot. Thank yeah. You. All right. Thank you. Fair enough. I, I mean, I cry. I cry as much as I can during movies. I really do. I, cr- I, cry, during, I cry during insurance commercials. But I, I, I cry a lot during, uh, you know, movies like E.T., Saving Private Ryan, Forrest Gump, Castaway. Uh, Fast and the Furious 3, uh, Sliders, the entire series, Kangaroo Jack, uh, The Hills Run Red, Fletch, Gummo, Jimmy Tingle's American Dream. Are you familiar with the comedian Jimmy Tingle? (laughs) I'm not not familiar with his work. The Wicker Man. The Wicker Man should be called the Waterworks Man. (laughs) So you haven't peaked yet. I, no, I, I think I have. I mean, I, I don't think I did. I, I don't know that I ever will. You haven't will peaked peak. as a stand-up. I think you can keep improving as a stand-up until, I I, I, in your own way until you die, probably. But I don't... Uh, I, I disagree with that. I, I think I may never peak. You know, I think I'm just... I've sort of plateaued around age 16, and I've kind of kept that plateau and sort of pushed forward yeah. with that. I, I actually... I, I believe that I peaked during the uh, Pipeline show in Sydney, Montana. Yeah. That was, that was about, when I hit rock bottom, that was, coincidentally. That's that was very nice. Just hearing that story. Uh, <laughs> I hit rock bottom. I like to think that I haven't peaked, but I've hit rock bottom a lot. Yeah, yeah. Probably more than, probably more than most people. Now, I, I do want to say that in my apartment uh, in Hollywood, I do have a rock pit, which takes up most of the center of the studio apartment, and I... Whenever I'm drunk or, or too high, I will fall into that pit, and I consider that hitting rock bottom. Is that how, where is that in relation to the chamber that you sleep in? The dome chamber. Yeah, the dome chamber that you well, need the. Uh, yeah, uh, the dome chamber is just a little to the left, but sometimes I'll put that dome chamber over the rock pit so that I don't fall into it. And I feel like that's really when I I, I come back and I I feel more focused. <laughs> 
Hey, buddy. We don't have that much time left. So I want to. I want to do a tiny opinion. We haven't done one of those in a while. Teeny tiny. Can I? Can I teeny tiny. Tiny teeny. teeny tiny. How small opinions. can it be? Um, I think that uh, people should. Uh, I'm just having trouble lately with people kind of talking like they hate something when what they mean is they're just not a big fan of it. I think we should use, I'm not a big fan of, or I don't really like, much more than hate. I just was walking with, um, well, I, I don't want to say her name. It's it's sort of, it's my mistress. Uh, let's just call her Carburetor. So I was walking with Carburetor, and we were just sort of walking in the street, and she's looking at these houses, and she goes, ugh, I hate that house. I hate that style of house. So, well, I love that house, which I think it's fine to say you love something a lot. But she would say, oh, look at that ugly house. Look how boxy it is. I hate it. And I, I, I turn her, I say, carburetor, you know, you can't hate these things. You cannot like them. They're, the other people love them. How can you hate? Well, I just think it's so ugly. I think it's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I think that's more about hyperbole. I mean, right, we gotta, I agree with you. We I have to cut down the hyperbole. We should, we should save uh, the hate for for different ethnic groups, you know that's that's but when you really yeah, hate the that's Syrians. authentic hate. Yeah, right, oh yeah, right, right. We should hate different groups that are different than us, not houses. Yeah, carburetor. We should was, hate people. Carburetor and the was, Dodgers. And the Dodgers. Yeah. Well, we, they, and them as an entity and as as people. Yeah. Both. If you're on the Dodgers. I both. hate you. Yeah. But carburetor was watching a Real Housewives of Miami, and she goes, "Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate her." Do you really hate her? You don't even know her. Yeah, I, yeah. I think people. Yeah, are her face looks that. like somebody hit her. But on that just token, in the lips with a shovel. I think people throw around the love word too much now. You do. Yeah, and I, I and liked I think, it when it was a more stoic time. I think we let we're too expressive about our feelings. I'm talking about myself personally, but I express myself too much. If I have a problem, if I'm thinking something, I I need to talk about it. And sometimes you shouldn't talk about it. Sometimes you should bottle it up. And then ferment that bottle, and then drink that bottled hate, and then just you know. I think no. I think as a, a society, it's possible we've gone too far in the direction of venting uh, every emotion we have, positive or negative, and that that speaks to what you're saying about the hate and love, and and using those phrases more often. Um, we're a more emotive society, and maybe maybe that. Uh, is a necessary pendulum that has swung because before we probably were a little too pent up in the 50s or whatever. The 70s took us in this direction. Maybe we've gone all the way and we need to swing back a little bit. Maybe the 2020s are the time when we kind of zip it, clip it. Yeah, zip it, clip it, hang it and dangle it. Hang it and dangle it. Hang it and dangle. One other thing, buddy, tiny opinion on my part here. Uh, The valet... um, Here's how I'm feeling about that, and we're just going to move along to maskers right after this. But the valet uh, was at a restaurant the other day. You're familiar with the valet, Parker. Here's how I feel. I uh, drove the car here, okay? I drove the car to this restaurant, navigated traffic, found my way here. Mm-hmm. And now you, in the final uh, two you know, yards, want to pull into the finish line? It's cherry-picking. And I don't appreciate it. I don't. Where were you when I was lost on the way? Where were you when I had to f- couldn't find my keys? Maybe yeah. you could have been at my house finding my keys with me. You're you're cherry picker, and I don't want you parking my fucking car. So did you park it yourself? I'll park it myself. Here's my opinion on that. Damn it! If they park it, I always tip them. 
You know, I pay for it and I have to tip them. But if they tell me, yeah, just park it over here and give me the keys, I never tip I'm them. I'm saying they should tip you. You're, You're not the doing one that anything. Got the You're car just all the way holding there. onto my keys. Yeah. I could ask another person to do yeah. that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, I think the whole valet thing is... is no, I, like, I do like valet, though, because I like, I, I, I like giving... I think that's a good job. And, and you know what I do love seeing is, is hustle at the valet. I like seeing hustle. If you see anywhere. them run? They better break. They better if run. They're running. Well, see, I don't, I don't see it that way. I think if they I think run, they, need to run. they should be rewarded. Even on a treadmill. Sometimes they have a treadmill set yeah, up next sure. to the stand. Well, an elliptical if they have elliptical bad knees. Have bad I don't know knees, why. You know? But yeah, I, I think... A it, rowing machine I like sometimes. Little, Just I, I need some hustle. I, and I like seeing hustle in the valet, and I like being able to reward it. I like being able to give somebody a bigger tip if they're doing their job better. Sometimes I'm frustrated. I see someone hustling at McDonald's. You can't give them a tip. The only tip jar gives it to some sick kid that nobody even fucking knows or gives a hoops about. But, you know, I like to, when I see a guy hustling, he's going, he's grabbing the fries, he's salting them, he right. puts them in the bag, he grabs the Big Mac, he brings it over. I fuck that Big Mac. I just hit it and don't quit it. Okay, you know, Luke, that right. special sauce, I had a little of my own, Are if you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> double patty, double buns, split them open, hit it. <laughs> I'm doing it Mickey D style, Mickey Doggy style. This you look. You, that's that almost hustle. identical. I love that hustle that Luke, that Luke had. I love the, that uh, hustle at the pipe fitting. Uh, at the pipe fitting. Well, you know show. they call in college. They used to call him Luke Skywalker. I call him Luke Y Walker. Why are you walking so many people from the audience? <laughs> I'll tell him that when I see him. So show some hustle, valets, because I I'm not convinced your job is necessary, but. Uh, Show some hustle. Let's move along to maskers. Okay. Uh, this is the maskers section. Um, do you mind if I if I put my my mask on for this? I know it has nothing to do with it, but I the, the jack the jack yeah uh, yeah. yeah. Do you want to get in a costume? Okay, I'm ready. Go ahead. <laughs> you don't have to talk. In what can I just say? Well, I have to because it pinches my tracheal tube. <laughs> but can I just say that? Well, the truth is that this has never been about masks. And maybe the reason that I wear a mask when I'm the mascot for Jack in the Box, not Jack of the Box, Cash, is because of this onslaught of our readers talking about masks or speaking about masks. <laughs> Go ahead, Corey. All right. Nikki, uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out to, to Nikki uh, Kippy. Uh, oh. at, at Nikki Kippy, she, Nikki Kippy. she made a Deshai Shai pie for Thanksgiving, Ooh. and uh, it really did have the words Deshai pie on it. Oh, I like uh, a good Deshai pie. Yeah, a Deshai pie. I, I, we appreciate these sort of things. That was kind of, that was really funny. Um, also, we always appreciate uh, contribution of Jonas Polsky. He wrote a question in, uh, which I appreciated. Is it okay to co- uh, call going to the bathroom a partial full body release? No. No, he's not. Because, I, I like that. No, the full, no, no. The partial full body release. That's just going the to the full, bathroom. The, the absolute, the full you know, body release is something different than going to the bathroom. It's, a, it's an emotional expression. It's an expression of yourself. You can have a full body release in that costume, right? Um, yeah, I have, but it's just, you know, it sprays. The arc of the mask is such that it just sprays back up into my forehead beard. <laughs> the forehead beard. The old uh, forehead beard. Greg Stephanakis uh, says, 
For estimating something visually, we say eyeball it. Should smell estimation be nose hole it? Here, let me kill off this mess for a little while. Ah! Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's harder to understand. You sound like King Perry with the mask on. I am yeah. so sorry about that. That's okay, buddy. Um, nose hole it. I, yeah. I like that. I like nose holing it. I like, yeah, uh, yeah, nose holing it. You know, I've always liked corn holing as a verb. Um, it is funny. I don't, I don't like it as a, I wouldn't want it, you know, it to be, I don't know, talked about in any relation to anyone in my family. What is it? What is it? Corn holing? Yeah. That's where you put a bunch of corn in a hole, right? Well, yeah, no, I, I think there's more of a sexual connotation to it. Ugh. I like yeah. that. Um, you want if I do one? Yeah. I don't mind. Uh, no Droge 1022, mm-hmm. Jordan, No Droge 1022, said, if you were an electric being, where would you travel first? And the hashtag maskers has a capital M-A. An electric being. An electric being. Do you know what that is? No. Let's look it up. Electric being. I think it's just someone that can sort of be, you know... Just being able to move like electricity does. Hmm. Where, now, when he wrote Maskers, yeah. he wrote the M-A in Maskers capitals mm-hmm. and the S-K-E-R-S in lowercase. Jordan, I think you're sort of not even asking us, but telling us if you're an electric being... The right answer would be to go to Massachusetts, which is the state abbreviation is M.A. Do you think that's the hint there? I think you so. Think there's sort of a, a tacit understanding that we're going to go to Massachusetts and check this out. If we were to like to being, yeah. And I, I bet he lives in Massachusetts. Let's look. I will say, though, when I go there, no, he, li- he lives in Saskatoon, S.K. Which that's, I, uh, Saskatoon is in uh, Canada. Yeah, so I don't know what the he's fuck a, he's he is a, talking he's about. A, you, I, he's a native Saskatoonian? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, it says that. The Saskatoons, they're, very, they're a warlike tribe of people. They uh, Really? I have no idea. I just say that about different Some groups. of them have fashioned spears out of other spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would go wherever No Droge 1022 is as an electric being, and I would, I would put my hands around his elbows, and I would electrocute him to death. Yeah, I don't think he could do that with someone from Saskatoon, because his spear... Ugh, you're right. You'd probably get speared before you'd have a chance, as quick as you'd be. Yeah. Yeah. What about Doyle Armburst? Yeah. Doyle Armbrust. What did he ask? As cinephiles, would you conjure that Jim Carrey's career was launched with the major motion picture, The Mask? Now, first off... It's pronounced pediophile or, or bibliophile. And second of all, yeah, I mean, I, I think no, Ace Ventura. I mean, that, that clearly was the, the, he really launched his major motion career. You know, the mass may have solidified it, but it didn't launch it. And I mean, Doyle, no wonder your arm's always bursting. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I discovered him in a movie called uh, Yes Man. Hmm. Is that what it was called? Yeah, the truth hurts. I think. 
Hey, I got a good Enjoy, one. Let's hear it. Scott Boucher. B-O-U-C-H-E-R. Um, I often put off doing more things to fondle myself. Would you say I'm procrastinating? I would say so. I think that's a great. Yeah, that's a good mashup. Too. Do you ever? Do you ever? Mas- do you ever? Uh, do you, you guys should get on CC. CC hashtag putting off stuff. Yeah, so, you know CC hashtag uh, ma- You know the hashtag mashup CC mashup. That would be a great entry for the mashup comedy show Twitter contest where you can win pretty serious prizes across the board: DVDs, signed autographs, all that stuff. Autographs that were signed. Um, yeah, I think you're masturbator. But I is think it's a good is one. it procrastinating? Yeah, procrastinating. Yeah, that's right. It's great. Crowpasturbating. I'm gonna go procrastinate. Crowpasturbating is when you act like a Cro-Magnon as you're masturbating a pastor that you told you would masturbate much earlier. Yeah. Cro-Magnon. <laughs> But we, you know, we, this whole show, to some extent, this particular podcast, uh, this episode has been a big, giant procrastination. I think so, yeah. Uh, and I'd like to apologize, by the way. We, I know we're a little late uh, releasing this one. I know you're used to the early Tuesday morning. But uh, our travel schedules after the holidays were and we're just trying to do the best crazy. we can for you. We're doing you the best guys. we can, and I hope you understand. Where are you going to be next time? I want I, you guys. We got to get the reviews up on iTunes. We want to talk to you more. Where yeah. are you coming up, Cash? Where can uh, they see you? You know what? Um, I'd like to tell people about now because I'm going to need some reinforcements. I want some Cashing with TJ fans at my New Year's show. So I'm going to start talking about Let's it now. Let's talk about it. Um, it's, it's in Bremerton at the uh, Admiral Theater. It's a historic Ooh. theater. It's 600 seats. Uh, I'm headlining the Admiral Theater in Bremerton, Washington. If you're Cashing with TJ fan and you haven't seen me, um, I'd love to, to, to meet you. We can party. Um, you know, if I think if we can get 12 and a half people out there, um, it might be a fun New Year's. Let's, let's ring in the New Year's. Um, I know uh, it's, it could be if fun. Even be six great. of the 12 and a half I, I just of you I was just come. in Seattle also, and I know that th- I met some uh, Cashing with TJ people there. And so hopefully you'll come out and check that out. Also, um, my comedy special, I know I always mention this. They yeah, keep you airing should. It. People got to keep airing it. It's, it. Uh, it's airing this, uh, this Thursday at 1 in the morning. So it really, it's Friday at 1 in the morning, uh, Pacific Coast time on Access TV. That's my comedy special. Um, Check it out. So What's it called? Those are two things coming up. I'm also in Salt Lake. What's it called? What's it called? It's called Crowd Control. Crowd Control. You also can buy it on my website. Also, uh, I'm in uh, Salt Lake City, January 3rd through 5th at Wise Guys. Wise Guys is yeah. a great club. Check it out. Everybody, if you haven't seen Gore Burger... On funny. Funnier it's Die funny. and Warner Sound, please check it out. G-O-R Burger, like a hamburger. And Mashup is airing every Tuesday uh, for the next couple of weeks at midnight on Comedy Central. Check your local listings. I do a show at the Pleasure Chest every other week. Uh, it's a sex shop. It's just there's so many dildos. It, it, it's very uncomfortable when people don't come. You know, I've done a show with just one other person across from me. Uh, I, I ended up procrastinating earlier than I wanted to, if you know what I'm saying. And um, the, the last thing that I wanted to say is I'm going to be doing a show at USC on the 4th. So that's a week from today. December 4th. December 4th. Yeah. And just one more thing. Uh, December 3rd, next week, 
RVC, the loan shopping network, uh, premieres on rides.tv. It's a totally new type of comedy. It's going to integrate itself with your cell phone, with your email, everything. If you want it to, if you don't, just go and watch it. It's really fun. It's uh, Nick Faderot and I uh, and a bunch of great people. Charlotte Newhouse, Brandon Jackson, Paul Shear. Uh, Natasha Legero, Ricky Lindholm, Ray William Johnson. It's a really, really fun series about the second lowest rated home shopping network in the world, kind of behind the scenes and what they're selling. But we want you guys to get behind that. Please check it out. And, uh, yeah, and we're still we're still looking at the billboard. We're not we're, we're not giving up on that it. dream, and we're still looking. We're going to do another live show at some point. And we'd love but you yeah. guys to help us start a Kickstarter. Let's get this billboard in action, you know. And I I I do want to mention one more thing, Cash. And I'm sorry. Yeah. I know we've been promoting a lot more than we usually do. If any of you know of anyone who has a human dick that they're uh, willing to transplant, well, I, the tin dick's getting out of hand. My tin dick just isn't working the way it should be. It is a hollow, tinny noise whenever I have intercourse. It's like two tickets to an Almond Brothers concert down there. Oh, God, it's it's a little zz over the top. Thank you so much for having me on, Kat. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, buddy. Well, put this back on and go back to work. Try the new Jack in the Box fiery chicken Filipinos. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 